Inherently Happy, Episode 18, The Happy Heart. Hello, happy friends. Then you would say, hello, happy friend. Then I would say, happy is the best you. And you would say, at your happy best. These are call and response openings we're going to try out. So let's try it for real. Hello, happy friends. Hello, happy friend. Happy is the best you at your happy best. Here we go. How should someone at his, her, or gender non-binary pronoun best behave? It's up to you, of course, but here's what you can expect to notice. Greater compassion, patience, wisdom, and confidence. And not in an unfounded way, but through calmness and joyful urges. So take a scene from the movie of your life and rewrite it in such a way that the decisions or indecision you made came from a happy place instead of the defenses are defensive, argumentative, or what have you, way you actually dealt with whatever happened. Let me use an example of my own life. I totaled my fucking car and escaped with barely a scratch or even a bruise. I was driving tired and made a turn too wide, went off the shoulder just enough to get pulled into the weeds. And before I could pull it back to the road, I hit the guardrail post hidden in the grass going 60. The grass wasn't going 60. I was going 60. I mean, it seemed like the grass was coming at me, but that's just relative movement. If I could rewrite that, then I would have made it back to the road. Like, ooh, that was close. Or never gone off road in the first place. Uh, Left earlier from where I was, so I wouldn't have to be out so late. Uh, Maybe pulled the car over and caught a quick nap like I had planned, but didn't know a good spot where I wouldn't get hit by other cars. That one place on the highway where semi-trucks pull over that like wide bend, for some reason was completely empty when I drove past it. And I wasn't sure if like, you know, you know, I was hoping for like some semi-trucks to be like a buffer. So if anybody hit anybody, they would hit the semi-trucks and I'd just be like this little car that was like, what, nothing happened to me. And also didn't have any caffeine in the car because I don't like caffeine. But now I always keep tea, you know, low levels of caffeine, ready to go in the car. Or maybe I would have crashed, meaning slept, that is, at a friend's like I had been offered. Uh, I think I'd probably pick crashing at a friend's because that would have been nice and safe and friendly and... I only said no as to not be an imposition and because I prefer my own bed. But if the alternative is a road accident, or should I just call it a collision? Because while it was unintentional, of course, don't think I'm reckless based on this one thing that happened. It was also eh, avoidable, but only if my decisions had been happy ones. It is happy to accept an invitation to crash your friends rather than risk a 90-minute drive when you're getting tired. 
This example seems almost too on the nose, but it happened. I have photographic and legal, you know, the cops and the insurance company proof. But it's a perfect example, as it turns out. Like, I didn't do it to make a perfect example a few months later. Trust me on that. But that it's now a drastic and obvious example showing the difference between the happy choice of wisdom, compassion for humanity, and good humor, and I just want to be in my own bed, which is a selfish thing. You're like, well, that's not hurting anybody. You just want to be... You, you wrecked your car, dude. You wrecked your car. How does this not hurt? You know, and don't be like, well, it stimulated the economy and you had to buy another car. I'm like, no, no. You wrecked your car, okay? You wrecked your car, man. I mean, this is not something you go out trying to do. But I have, usually, wisdom, compassion, and good humor. And sometimes when, when it comes to a crossroads... And someone's like, oh, wow, it's been great hanging out with you and everything like that. You know, how far do you have to go? I'm like, well, it's like 90 minutes. 90 minutes? Oh, no, you should crash at my place. Yeah, no, that sounds like a good idea. You know, like, thank you so much. That's great. You know, I'll just, I'll just sleep on the couch. I don't know, it's fine. You go over there, you crash on the couch. Next day, you know, maybe you get up and leave. You know, maybe nothing like eventful happened, but you didn't crash a car. Like, why well, didn't I wasn't gonna crash my car? I was just a little bit sleepy. I'm like, you could have crashed your car. I'm like, well, you don't know that. Hey, guess what? You did crash your car. Well, that's just that's so what happened that 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 way. It's on the one particular turn of that one particular highway. I was just losing focus. Just but you couldn't have known, and I couldn't have guessed. And I know, but it's also nice to be like, you know what? Thanks for being a friend and I'll be a friend back and I'll write you a thank you note or give you a gift or make you breakfast or take you out to eat or, you know, we'll, we'll build a friendship. What's wrong with hanging out with friends? And since the friend was a girl, what's wrong with that? Maybe you hang out with your friend and you have a friend who's a girl or maybe you have a friend who's a girl who likes to be, you know, who knows? Not that you should have gone for that. And also, I wasn't going to be like that. It wasn't going to be like that. It was just going to be a friend. So let's not even try to like, well, you know what it could have been. It was just going to be a friend. I got, I got friends that are girls. That's just nope, not, neither here nor there. I, I need more of a connection before I can like, hey, how you doing? You know, than just like a friend who lets me crash. It has to be like someone I can really talk to and connect with. And then the attraction grows, you know, from there. Uh, call me back. But I, I usually have wisdom, compassion, and good humor. So it was kind of... But I also have like... I like to be by myself and my own bed. And it's okay. And which is a self-ish. You know, not rude or cruel. But like you're thinking of the self. You know, like what you want. what You, you know, like... But also being reckless a little bit. Because if you know you're tired. But I didn't think I was tired. And I'd made that drive before. You know? And, yeah, but while you were driving, you were like, wow, I'm getting sleepy as frick, you know? I think I'll pull the car over. You never thought about that before. Yeah, it's true. I never did think about that before. Well, it's the first time for everything, right? And so the next time I'm super tired, I'm going to have the caffeine in the car. I always have the caffeine now, and I don't even like caffeine. And 
but then the more I drink it, the less it works. So I got to only drink it for like when I'm sleepy, but then maybe I shouldn't be driving when I'm sleepy. How that, how about that thought, you know, like, but everywhere I live is 30 minutes to two to like an hour and a half away. You know, every place I'm trying to go is a long way away. So you're just making excuses now. Let's get back to the compassion and the wisdom and the good humor. I'm like, okay, fine. I have a happy sense of humor, you might say. I'm not, I'm not cruel. And I appreciate the desire to laugh and smile. That's all that it takes. I have a happy sense of humor. It's just one of the many ways to express yourself. All the emotions that we have. But I find that it feels great to laugh and smile, have a good outlook. I'm not saying the power of positive thinking. I have to actually feel it. I actually have to feel it. And you're like, well, how do you feel it? I'm like, by making happy choices that I'm proud of. That I'm happy about. You know, you don't even want to have to pick, put, put pride in there if you don't want. Ones that I'm happy about, I'm like, I don't know if I want to stay at a friend's house. What are they going to expect of me? I'm like, no, it might be nice to have, you know, like, it's a friend. Did you use the word friend in, incorrectly? Is this just an acquaintance of someone you kind of know? No, no. Friend is the word I reserve for those relationships that they would offer to let me sleep on their couch. And I, I, I should accept. It would be nice to hang out with them. And, but I just was like, eh. Because the reason why I like my own bed is that on the weekends, because this was a Friday night, I like to get up early and do some writing, do these. Hello, this is what I'm doing right now. This. And I like to have my time alone and watch my movies and work on my novel and, you know, work on my films and, you know, scripts and all sorts of, all the stuff that I enjoy to do. And if I crash at a friend's house and I'm there in the breakfast and I'm not leaving till the mid-afternoon, <laughs> it is Saturday. Let me just break this for a second. On Tuesday, or like last week, everyone in my office was sick and, and decided to come into work. I thought that was a good idea. They were all sick, coughing, sneezing, all this stuff. Now I know that once you start showing the uh, the sneezing and the coughing symptoms, you are just expelling all the dead virus, cold, bacteria, germ, whatever. And those can't make you sick. However, is are, are are we sure that it's a hundred percent dead? Like, isn't isn't you know flu shot supposed to be a little inert or a little bit active so that you can like get over it and so you just get the flu just a little, and some people get it a lot like I did. And so, when they're not showing symptoms is when they're contagious, and then when they are showing symptoms, but there had to be a transition period between like contagious, contagious, contagious. No symptoms, and then a couple of symptoms, and still contagious, and a couple more symptoms, and then a whole bunch of symptoms, and no longer contagious. And in that, they decided to still come in, and and like not just one or two, but like ten. So, and all of them have kids, and so they're getting all different strains from every school and neighborhood and county, within three counties away. And so you're just like. You can't help but get sick. But if you eat right and you do enough exercise, you know, to keep your blood going and everything like that, then hopefully you're like, maybe my immune system will be pretty strong right now. I'm eating the greens and I'm eating the, 
you know, breads and a meat and a this and a meat and a that and try to do all the good things. Cutting down on booze and cutting down on candy and cutting, you know, like almost cutting some of those things completely out. Unless I just really want a piece of candy, but it doesn't usually come up or I really want to drink, but it doesn't usually come up maybe once a month. And I don't, it's not like I really want it. It's just like it goes with my meal. I get a nice meal and I get a nice drink and I'm good to go. And so you hope that, you know, you're strong enough and healthy enough that you won't get sick as much. And on Tuesday, I was like, today's Saturday. On Tuesday, I was getting that sense of sick. Like, there's a certain way your nose feels and your smell. And you feel just a slight weakness in your chest. Just, just, you can feel just a little dizziness to your head. You know, just the slightest start to symptoms start to surface. And you're just like, son of a bitch. But then you're also like, oh, that means I was contagious yesterday. Oops, sorry. I didn't know. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm a little contagious right now. So luckily, I only noticed it at the end of the day. And I'm like, okay, if I feel terrible tomorrow, then I won't go to work. Because why make everybody else sick? But I didn't feel terrible the next day. And I was like, huh. My throat didn't feel bad. My nose didn't feel bad. My head didn't feel bad. My chest didn't feel bad. So I was like, hmm, did I imagine it? Did it pass me by? That's weird. So I went to work that day. And then the following day, I also didn't feel worse. I felt about the same. I was like, huh, usually my eyes would be running by now and be blowing my nose all the time. I think I blew my nose once the entire day and that's my average. So, huh. But then in the morning I'd be like, is my throat a little dry or maybe it's just because it's dry at night, you know, and the fan's on and the heat's on as well because my roommate likes the heat and I like not so hot so we tried to compromise. But I, I don't feel tired. I don't feel, you know. But today is Saturday. And I can definitely hear it in my voice. Just a little. But still, I'm not blowing my nose every five seconds. I coughed once, which you heard. Maybe I paused it and I maybe coughed another time before I got to the refrigerator to drink some yogurt drink to, to soothe my throat. But yeah, I can feel it a little today. But... After this many days, it should be full-blown. It should be like I should be laid out. And I just made it to like Saturday. I'm like, whew, you know, I was able to finish out the work and get the stuff done I needed to. Which is not always work-related, by the way. On my breaks and stuff like that, I can do my own stuff. And, uh, on my breaks, hear me? (laughs) Like I only do it on my breaks, whatever. But I make sure that I finish my own work as soon as humanly possible so that I have time to do my other stuff. You know, write an email or something like that. Or a short story or, you know, whatever, I'm, whatever I have to do. And, and bosses don't usually care if you do something of your own. That's kind of built in. If you do enough of their stuff. That's why I try to do it as fast as possible. So it's like, I did it. It's already done. And then they can't be like, well, you should do more than I'm like, I did more too. I'm way ahead. How about that? So, boop. Backing up just a tad in the sermon. Went back to a previous page here. Uh, I have a happy sense of humor. Let's get back to that. 
because I'm not cruel, right? And I appreciate the desire to laugh and smile. It's just one of many ways to express yourself, granted, but I find that it feels great and it makes others feel good, which is cool. So I have a happy heart. It feels love, compassion, and kindness, what, what, what you'd expect. It feels it for myself and for the world around me, from others. And it aims to return it in kind. So it doesn't just receive it, but it transmits. Which increases it all around. In a lovely feedback loop, ever-growing, a group, let's try that again. Excuse me. I have a happy heart. It feels love, compassion, and kindness from others and aims to return in kind, which increases it in a lovely feedback loop. Ever. Ah. See, I did not see the break in the words there. Let's take a pen, put the little line between the words. They're too close together. I did not see that they were separated. But that's fine, that's fine. You'll do better next time. And you're like, who are you talking to? I'm talking to myself. I wrote this down and I wrote it so quickly that I put two words together so they look like one word. You'll laugh when you hear what the words are. No, you won't. Maybe you will. You can laugh anytime you want. So I have a happy heart. I have a happy sense of humor, yes? It feels love, compassion, and kindness from others and aims to return in kind, which increases... Yes, in the end. It in a lovely feedback loop of, loop of, ever growing joy. Woo! <laughs> Triumphant. But not to, to a crazy degree, okay? Like where it becomes reckless. Where it becomes reckless. Remember that word I used before? I'm not reckless. Let wisdom, a happy head, temper your happy heart. And then construct this happy world with thy happy hands. Ha ha.